0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: And we are here. Welcome to the field of 68. I'm Terrence Oglesby, and now we are doing our Off the Carousel series. And what better way to join this episode than with new Georgia Southern head coach, Charles Henry. Charles, thank you so much for being a part, and congratulations on your new post.
2: Thanks, Terrence. It's uh, it's great to be at Georgia Southern. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely.
1: Now you, you come from Alabama, you've been with NATO's uh for the past few seasons. What was it about Georgia Southern that stood out to you in order to take this job? And is also uh how does it fit your personality and where you want to go with this?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I'm just I'm big on people and alignment. And uh the process here at Georgia Southern, it went pretty quick. Uh, you know, I spoke with uh Jared Banco, our athletic director, for the first time. It was, I believe it was Thursday. Uh, you know, the, the job had just opened earlier that day, and I spoke with him for the first time late Thursday night. We were obviously competing in the SEC tournament, but even after the first call, I just had a really good feel with Jared. And then uh, we Zoomed two days later. Uh, it was uh, Jared wasn't the only one on the Zoom, there was a few others, uh, but, you know, left the Zoom on Saturday. Uh, feeling feeling good, even a little bit better than the first conversation. And then we were fortunate enough. We had such a, uh, such a good team at Alabama this past year. Obviously, Coach Oates did an unbelievable job. Uh, we were fortunate to coach some really talented players, uh, and we were able to win the uh, SEC tournament and then uh, traveled back after selection. So on Sunday, and they flew in on Monday, and we sat down. Again, it was Jared. Our athletic director, uh, Chris Davis, the chief operating officer, uh, Leonard Bevel, head of the collect, uh, head of the collective. Um, he, uh, we sat down for for three hours, and uh, and by the time I left that room, I know it was what I wanted to do, just because of the uh, the people that were in that room and how strong the connection was. Um, so I'm big on people in alignment. I'm also big on gut feel, and I had just a really good feeling about it. And then as I did my own research, obviously in those days, I was, I wasn't trying to spend too much on Georgia Southern, but I did make a couple calls and I looked into the university uh, and its history and the athletic department. And what I found was one, Georgia Southern people love Georgia Southern. And that was huge for me. Uh, you know, the community presence, uh, the support, uh, and then you know, students love going to school here, so it really has a, a unique campus feel to it um, in the Sun Belt, obviously, which is a great league. So, uh, like I said, people, alignment, gut feel, it just kind of all fell in place where I felt really good about the decision. You're, you're taking over a team 17-16. They, they've
1: floated around 500 for the past three seasons. Uh, what was the first order of
2: business uh, whenever you became the head, head man for the Eagles? Well, yeah, it was, you know, it was in a little bit of a tough transition because obviously I was, you know, locked in with, with what we were trying to do at Alabama and those the type of seasons we were having doesn't come around all that often, obviously in our, you know, in our four years there, uh, we had one similar season, our second year where we swept both the SEC regular season and tournament and made the sweet 16. But, um, you know, all the guys in that locker room and all the coaches on staff, we were, we were locked into what we had going because um, it was really a special team and a special group of guys and we were doing special things. So uh, my attention was was on Alabama. Uh, and honestly, that first week I got named the job. I mean, we had a couple, couple of guys here at Georgia Southern, obviously go in the portal or had already started that process. So There wasn't, besides, you know, getting back to the hotel room, it was interesting because we were in Birmingham, but we went up and stayed in a hotel room. So I was a little bit away from my, my wife and our two kids. I had a, you know, six week old daughter at the time, and now she's close to three months, but uh, I was away from my wife and kids. And when I get back to the hotel room, I try to make some calls to kind of just reassess, Uh, where things were at with Georgia Southern and and what we needed to do but it was really chaotic obviously Uh, wanting to do a great job for Coach Oates who's been unbelievable to me and giving me an opportunity Uh, but still you know you're you're working you're working during the day and you get a Text or a tweet that you know you're you're losing a guy you know to a portal, so it was a tough spot because I knew it would come where I would be able to get there and obviously sit down with the guys and all that stuff. But the the time in limbo made it a little bit of a challenge.
1: You move into a, a Sun Belt conference that has a lot of varying style, but by and large, it's a pretty tough rugged league. I mean, Southern Southern Miss is in there. Marshall, excellent offensively. Louisiana had a good year and has a big guy or had a big guy last season that was, uh, if there was a mid-major All-American team, he'd be in there. I I mean, it's a tough league. Uh, What gives you confidence going into that league uh, about both your potential playing style and, and what you guys can get done there in Statesboro?
2: Yeah, for sure. It is a really good league um, with really good coaches and shoot, um, you know, as we're trying to rebuild our roster a little bit, obviously this last month, you know, pulling numbers, it's really ascended a ton the last 10 years, five years. Um, A lot of people don't realize, you know, there's 30 plus uh, division one leagues and, you know, our league was ranked, you know, 14th in the country this past year. Mm -hmm. Uh, For comparison's sake, the A-10 was ranked 13th. So it's a uh, it's a really good league and it's gotten better here, obviously, the last five to 10 years, similar to what I said about, you know, Georgia Southern, you know, college athletics is in a unique time. But the support around the Sunbelt is high level, um, which is another thing that really, really made the job appeal to me. Um, But I'm confident in what we do and how we're going to do it. Um, Like I said, I'm respectful of uh, we got a lot of great coaches. Uh, a lot of great teams that return a lot, um, but with that said, there's there's a lot of confidence in what we're building here at Georgia Southern. Um, you know, I similar to similar to some of the situations I've been a part of in the past. Obviously, at you know at Alabama, um, you know, learned a ton from Coach Oates. But you know, when he when we got there, he didn't really have a whole lot of time to listen to uh, you know people that talked about the challenges. Um, and I'm I'm pretty much the same way. I've Fortunate to have experienced, you know, a lot of, a lot of good things have happened, happened to me. So I'm always going to err on the side of belief and optimism and we're doing a great job. I feel great about the staff. I've been able to put together uh, some of our early wins, getting guys back out of the portal and then obviously add in talented pieces. Uh, I know we got a lot of work to do, but I'm confident in our style wins. Um, You know, we want to be balanced. We want to be really good at both ends, which is what you saw us at Alabama, really good offensively and defensively. And to me, if you're, you know, if you're top, if you're top of your league at both ends, you're going to be at the top of your league. So obviously recruiting is a huge part. Uh, You know, it's not just, you know, feel great about our coach, you know feel great about the coaching staff we put together, but we need good players. And I feel like we've addressed it here this last month. Uh, We've added some really good pieces and I'm just excited to get everybody here June one and and really get to work.
1: And and the good part is, is people are realizing the portal works both ways, right? You, you, You get UG Brown to come down from Ohio state closer to home. Is he signed yet before
2: you comment? Yeah, he signed. So, okay.
1: so I mean, it it works both ways. You can get talented guys, and, and with the very unique position the NCAA's in right now, that could very well work to your advantage as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, you know, when I got here, we had four returners. Um, you know, I don't think they had done a whole lot from when the season ended, so my first workout was a little bit eye-opening, but – um, you know, as we got them in a little bit better shape after the first week, uh, I felt really good about the four returners and we were quickly able to get uh, Carlos Curry and Cam Bryant, um, who had explored their options in the portal during the transition Um, once they got to know me and be around myself and our staff and see a little bit about what we're doing, uh, they wanted to obviously stay at Georgia Southern. I, I think it speaks to, uh, Georgia Southern and the student athlete experience. It really is a great place. Uh, they did not want to leave, but obviously the, you know, the basketball situation, they were open to exploring different opportunities, getting them back in the fold was huge, uh, they both of them fit how we want to play. Obviously, Carlos is a uh, 6'11", talented big man, average seven and six this past year. Uh, Cam Bryant is a he has all the tools to be a terrific defender, six uh, seven, long, athletic, versatile, uh, has done some good things in his first couple of years here. So getting them back was huge. Um, obviously, shoring up the recruiting class. I was fortunate again, like. Taking over a situation like you said initially 17 and 16. Um, it's really you know, obviously, you don't want to use buzzwords like rebuild or anything like that, but it was more of just a, a retool. Um, I have great respect for Coach Berg, I actually think the world of him. Um, so getting those guys back and then shoring up the recruiting class that they had signed early in the period, obviously coach Shumate, uh, one of our assistants uh, who stayed on during the transition was extremely helpful with that. And then like you mentioned, add in some experienced, talented pieces, uh, Eugene, Eugene coming back home was obviously huge for us. Uh, we, we think he's a guy that's uh, his best basketball is well ahead of him. He's just scratching the surface of what he can be. And, you You know, he's coming here to be, you know, to be one of our main driving forces and why we win or lose. So obviously, he's played more of a role at Ohio State, but his role is going to be much bigger here. Our partner for
3: today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit – I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more
2: Uh, Deuce Dean from Hampton, been a productive player in in college for four years. Uh, been in double figures each of the last three years. Had a college season where he averaged 5.8 assists. As you know, if you're getting close to six assists a, a game in a college season, you're really sharing the ball. So he does it at a high level. Has some size, which allows us to be good at both ends. Uh, and then you know, add in a Division Two. Um, transfer here this past week. Again, who I can comment because he is signed, but Malik Tidwell uh kind of gives us a scoring punch. So uh the roster has, you know, again, with a lot of work by our staff and obviously a great place to sell at Georgia Southern. It's it's come together and, and we're excited about where it's going.
1: And for people who don't know, you've been all around, and I don't really I try not to count like the GA'smanships and all that stuff, but you're at Iowa State with Hoiberg, you follow him to Chicago. This is actually your second stint as a head coach because you were with the Windy City Bulls for two years. What brought you back to the college game? What makes the college game special and different from where you were at?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I'll I'll just be honest. Myself, uh, my wife, you know, our family. One, we've loved every situation we've been in. Um, That's just kind of the type of people we are. Um, So I love Fred has been unbelievable to me. You know, If you don't know Coach Heuberg, um, one of the ultimate human beings in the sport, and really one of the best early bosses you could work for. He's uh, still a close friend. He's just an unbelievable person, uh, one of my wife's all-time favorite people. So if you know Fred, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but he's just a great dude, and he afforded me a lot of early opportunities, which is what all of us as young coaches want. And, and he... I was fortunate enough where he viewed me as such and and gave me those opportunities to learn, grow and and make some mistakes and, and argue with him sometimes and all that (laughs) stuff. But he's, uh, he's family to me, uh, you know, and we loved Ames. We loved Iowa state. And obviously he, he got the Chicago, Chicago Bulls job and took me with him. i had spent a year in the NBA uh, already with the Indiana Pacers again, like, one of those early jobs, like you were talking about, one of those grunt jobs. Sure. Um, and we loved our four years in Chicago. Um, you know, so many sh- still have close relationships there. Um, you know, I transitioned after the first two years, I was, you know, assistant coach for the big team. And then we were going into a full on rebuild where obviously, you know, if you've been at the NBA level, everybody knows what that entails. It's a shift. Sure. Uh, shift as far as your focus so um, the opportunity to either continue to be a you know an assistant in the NBA and and all that all that fun lifestyle well shoot I wanted to learn and grow so you know the opportunity to be a G League head coach to me was it was a no-brainer so um, I left to go coach the G League team because I was tired of making suggestions and I wanted to make some decisions uh, and I wanted to you know like I said, learn, grow, make some mistakes, but but get better from it. So the two years obviously as a G League head coach was awesome. And it's such a it's such a growth league. Um, you know, just a lot of challenges, roster fluidity, having a guy one game, not having him the next game, but it's a great league and it was a great learning experience for me. Um, you know, and then in my last year, you know, coach obviously got let go. I finished out the season with the G League team. We, you know, we made the playoffs, which was awesome for us. Um, But I knew that, you know, the situation in Chicago was shifting kind of beneath our, you know, beneath my feet, obviously, with Coach um, having been done there. Uh, So the opportunity to get back in college, um, you know, with Coach Oates, who I went way, way back with. He was actually my first job. I was got done playing small college and he hired me as a high school assistant and substitute teacher. And I all I asked was he helped me land as a G.A. somewhere. So we had stayed really close in the, you know, 10 or 10, 12 years uh, prior. And he was somebody I thought the world of, obviously a deep, 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 close friend. And uh, we were, uh, you know, able to make that work where I joined him at Alabama. And uh, it was just awesome, man. It was awesome. The four years was, uh, it was unbelievable. And I learned a ton from coach and obviously our relationship uh, it only grew, you know. Being able to work for someone that you cared deeply about, and your his success meant a lot to me. And doing a great job for Coach Oates meant a lot to me. So um, being around great people like that, um, you know, the college thing. What what appeals to me is the relationships you build. Um, those two guys I mentioned, coaches you work with, uh, George, my buddy George Niang, who I still you know talk to, uh, you know, once a week. Uh, other guys like that, you know. The NBA is great, and I loved it, but I think I think you really do build some special relationships at the college level. Yeah.
1: Well, best of luck, Coach. We appreciate you jumping on off the carousel. Georgia Southern's new head man, Charlie Henry. I almost said Charlie Murphy because I watched Chappelle the other day. Made sure I didn't want to do that in the introduction, but we're done now. And the NBA flavor strong there at Georgia Southern, just hired Mo Spates, my man. And I want to talk to you in a year, and I want to hear some Mo Spates stories because I'm sure there's going to be some. He's a great guy. Absolutely, brother. All right. Thank you so much. This has been Off the Carousel, and stay tuned. Field of 68, bringing a lot of these your way.